one of the things that I've always tried to encourage folks that, you know, that either start their career in support or start their career in customer success is that it's a really great, like, kind of launching pad for any role across a startup or, any, you know, any sort of SaaS company. You're learning so many technical things. You're learning the products, like, backwards and forwards, and you're going to be able to translate those skills into any role. So potentially based on what role you're in, if there's some sort of ceiling or threshold, like, you can always move up pretty quickly because of this foundational level of information you're getting. So there's been a lot of effort and trying to kind of continue to develop people and figure out where they want to fit in. A lot of times I think support is a great entry-level role, but it also is a great way to grow. You're listening to Caffeinated with host Nathan Resnick, the show where we help companies level up their customer service to turn this expense into a profit center so you can increase revenue and drive customer happiness. Hey, welcome back to Caffeinated, brought to you by Caffeinated CX. My name is Nathan Resnick, your host. Today we are joined by Hillary from Guru. Hillary, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. So as we were getting ready for the show, Hillary, you mentioned you had been at Guru for over six years. And so I'm curious, how has your role changed over that six-year period? And for those that don't know, give us an overview of what Guru is. Guru is a knowledge management platform um, that is a place where it, basically, you can connect all the different sources of knowledge that, that you would go to to find information during your day and find answers to that information. The thing that makes Guru special is that all the information inside of our knowledge-based product is verified and updated by experts that you choose on your team. And so you can trust the information that you're accessing is correct and up-to-date, especially when you're working with a customer-facing customer role. And so we really want to be that, like, sort of go-to place, single source of truth, when you're looking for something, whether it's like a question about something internally at work or something that, you know, a question a customer asks you and you want to respond quickly, we want to be that place where you can go and find that information really quickly and um, also be able to give, you know, a really great answer to the customer to improve their experience. So I've, I've worked across a lot of different teams here. Um, especially with the customer facing teams, but it's been interesting and really cool because we get to use our own product in our own roles, which is, I think, unique. That's super unique. So what does that actually entail of using your own product in different roles, right? Because I know you've covered, you know, success, support, customer experience. You've covered so many verticals within a, yeah. you know, customer facing role. I'm curious, you know, how do you define or how does Guru define each kind of subset of a customer facing role, whether it be support, success or experience, yeah. what does that look like? And then how are those, you know, different structures set up within your team totally so we think about customer experience from a lot a lot of different angles i think you know there's several parts that are really key one is just self-service so we have a help center we have a community where people could go and you know have conversations with other customers um, and also just like quickly find you know articles or faqs on things that are commonly asked so that's like a huge self-service arm and that's ran by we have a product marketing team we also have a team of folks that are technical writers who can who can update that we have um, a reactive technical support team. So if you have a issue or something very specific that you're running into, right, you can reach out to our team and we can quickly resolve that. Um, they work really closely with our product team. And so they're actually housed underneath our product org. Um, and then the proactive part is the part that I've usually been most connected to. Um, and that's like the customer success implementations. We also have a team called product specialists, which um, is underneath our sales function, which um, kind of works as a consultant, um, on-demand consultant. So if you're a, a new customer, you, you can write in and say, like, I just want to have a conversation with a human. 
Can I please talk to someone? And so that team does really great um, short calls to kind of get you going and get you inspired and, and help, help solve your problems fast. The customer success arm um, has worked with both, you know, scalable kind of um, playbooks and also really strategic, like large enterprise customers where it's much more kind of partnering um, as, you know, a, a person on their team, so, so to speak. So I've worked with um, sort of a wide a wide array of kind of um, intensities of different customers and also across different industries. The way that we use our own product internally is each of these departments or different teams across the customer journey all put the information that they're using inside of Guru, and then you can access it regardless of where you're working. So whether you're in Salesforce or if you're in your ticketing solution or if you're in Google Drive or you're on a call, you can easily grab or like look up something or ask a question and surface an answer really quickly. Um, and it's pulling from knowledge across not just your team, but everyone's team. So you're, you're usually creating a much more robust, like well thought out um, response. Makes sense. That's awesome. I think a key question that a lot of success teams dive into is around data visualization and data mapping in terms of usage and activation. I'm curious, you know, over six years, how has that changed at Guru? How has your success team really understood and, and kind of dove into that turning point of, okay, this is what an, an activated customer looks like? It's always been a challenge to understand, like, what is what is a healthy customer? I think the data can only go so far in a lot of ways. And at the end of the day, you really need to have, um, especially for large customers, you need to have, like, a strategic executive alignment relationship present in general. But when you do have data to back it up, it makes the conversation a lot more interesting and exciting. So we've used a bunch of different, um, you know, uh, data analytic platforms that kind of um, attach to the back end of our product to be able to see really in, um, intricate data around how people are using using Guru. Are they engaging with certain features? Um, are, they, are they using Guru over different work streams or workflows? And that's, that helps us kind of coach them on how to use it better. Um, we also have certain metrics that we show the customer inside the product. So we have a whole analytics part of our product. We think it's really important for people to understand how their team is using and engaging with it, because if that's how you're going to see value. And so um, it's really important to help kind of connect the outcomes that the team is seeing to that. So for instance, um, are, are the top performers on your support or sales team using Guru more or less, right? Um, is there certain topics that your team is looking up all the time um, that maybe you need to have a training on because everyone's searching for those those questions. And so being able to provide those insights to people has been really um, important. Um, I would say, you know, we're constantly trying to add more and more data into our product for the customer because oftentimes I think the customer wants to take that information and then also apply it to a lot of the data that they have. Um, but at the same time, um, it's also really helpful to sort of give the customer or give people on the other side, like really cool insights that you're finding. And so um, over the years, we've learned kind of maybe like the top five things that like you should know about how your team is engaging with the product and making sure that we're highlighting those, whether it's in a, you know, like a, an EBR or even if it's just like a quick email that you're sending, like, hey, it looks like your team's, you know, score around the trust of the content's gone down. Like, can we talk about it? And being able to use the data um, to engage the customer is really key. That makes a lot of sense in terms of engagement and, and taking a data-driven approach to engage your customers. I'm curious, and this is a bit more of a question towards support, but also relevant for success. When it comes to, 
you know, really, really understanding, you know, usage and, and data within Guru and then having that visible for your success or your support team, whether you use a ticketing system like Zendesk or HubSpot or whatever it may be, how do you actually bring that data over? Is it within your ticketing system? Do they, do they have to pull up a different tool, whether that be an analytical tool within Guru? What does that look like when it comes to actually, you know, mapping and understanding that data for the success of each customer? Yeah, we use a, a platform called Mode, which basically uh, we have a, a team of business operations specialists which can pull information from a bunch of different software and then create their own reports inside of that. So we, re we rely heavily on Mode in order to show us kind of like, okay, these are the top 10 features and like how they're engaging with it. And the thing that's cool about it is we can basically tell it or, you know, code in what types of reports we want it to show us versus it being kind of like, um, you know, built into the product. Um, and the, the opportunities are kind of endless. So if you start to see a trend that people are using a certain feature, then you can go ask, you know, and engage and collaborate with our, our business operations team to say like, hey, can you build out some more reports so we can really dig into this specific piece of data? Because um, we might we might find something really interesting that we do then want to show a lot of the customers and then potentially even put inside the product. And so um, there's been a lot of collaboration with um, our Salesforce administration team, as well as our business applications and sort of operations team in order to like continually, you know, improve and enhance the reports that we do have, both inside the product and outside the product um, in order to kind of just determine what's the best things that we need to be highlighting. And then like, where are the trends and like, how can we, um, you know, learn and grow from those things? Makes a lot of sense. One key component that you mentioned is is really around kind of features, right? And I think a lot of times success understands what customers are looking for in new features more so than product teams at times. And so I think a big, big question that comes up across success and support teams is how do we best translate those feature requests or those bugs or whatever it may be to product or engineering teams. And so I'm curious, how has your team navigated that? Because it's such a crucial question for executives across support, success, and product and, and engineering. Yeah, um, I think I've learned a lot of different things not to do. <laughs> One is tell them just a list of features that, that, that the customer requests. I think what we've gotten really a lot better at or a muscle that we've had to build is how to take the feature requests that a customer gives and then interpret them into like a user story. So what is the challenge that they're experiencing? What are they actually trying to do? And that's information that you then could sort of like codify and deliver to your product team because the solution that the customer has in mind or like the exact feature may not actually be the best thing to solve the problem. And so um, we've done all sorts of things. Like when I initially started, you know, we had like a process where you could log feedback kind of in the moment through different systems. Um, now we try to kind of um, step back every month or so and kind of just like brain dump all the things that you've heard um, and organize it into a way that's, you know, digestible by the product team, whether it's a big Google doc or a spreadsheet. Um, we use a lot of our gong clips. I think one of the best things that's come out of like call recordings is the ability to just like take a clip from a call and say, this is exactly what the customer said. Um, because now, you know, instead of having to be that sort of translator between the customer and the team, you can literally just like let them hear it for themselves. And then we've also done for teams that have a lot of great um, product ideas or like a lot of feedback, we 100% um, try to connect them with our product team to directly speak to them because that is also a really great way to kind of build that relationship with the customer as a partner, but also um, allow the product manager or the product team and design team to like ask really specific questions um, that you may not know to ask. That's awesome. I think that's great insight. One question that every leader has to be asking is how do we use AI within our organization? I'm curious, Hillary, 
have you used AI within your success team? What have, what has Guru explored? I know Guru has its own AI feature set that's been rolled out, but just curious overall, what's your pulse on AI? Have you tested different AI tools? What, what have you found successful so far when it comes to AI? You know, foundationally, I really believe in AI's power to like make you better at your job, not necessarily replace you as a person or as a person in customer success or support. I think there's a lot of cool things that a lot of administrative things that you have to do, like follow up emails, um, you know, draft certain things that has just takes a lot of time. And I've seen a really cool kind of transformation in AI's ability to kind of just speed that process up and allow you to focus on really strategic things versus kind of like those mundane tasks, which is awesome. Um, Guru has several um, AI features. One of them is um, aimed at really helping people get to the solution of their question or find the answer to their problem faster. We've always had a search feature, so you could just search with basic keywords. But now with um, large language models and generative AI, you basically can ask a question. So a naturally worded question, and then Guru will look through all of the information that it has inside of Guru, as well as other sources that you connected, and provide a naturally worded answer. And so that's been a really cool um, way to use AI to not only, you know, um, get you what you need, but also like draft it for you in the right, right way. Like, you know, if you think about the old way we used to search, you would type in a word, then you'd have to go find the source of that and then dig through maybe a document or a long, long worded thing to find the exact thing you needed. Um, and so what we've seen is teams that have been able to use this have cut down a lot of the questions that they used to ask were like sort of those, um, you know, questions where you have to go ask someone else by like 30 to 40 percent. So it's allowed you to, you know, find what you're looking for a lot faster instead of having to like control F inside of a large, a large document that you know the answer lives in. So that's really helping you find the find the answer faster. The other version of AI that we've started to use and kind of is, I think, sprinkled across a lot of different software is just this ability to to um, create content. So for people that are capturing information, whether it's like writers um, who are, you know, capturing information for blog posts or like a knowledge manager who's trying to create content around processes or, you know, SOPs or anything like that. Um, we have a feature called Assist, which helps you basically through prompting um, start start the convert, you know, start the article, start the thing that you need to write. It also allows you to translate, allows you to change the tone, summarize, all these really cool things that used to just take a lot of wasted brain energy. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I think it's, I think AI, like you said, is here to empower people to get their work done more efficiently. And that's the key, right? It's not replacing people's jobs necessarily. It's more so around empowering you to work more efficiently. One question that's always top of mind for every leader when it comes to support, success, or customer experience is compensation when it comes to retention and retaining your team. How do you think about, you know, compensating your team to keep them retained at Guru? I think um, one of the things that I've always tried to encourage folks that, you know, that either start, the, start the, their career in support or start their career in customer success is that it's a really great, like, kind of launching pad for any role across a startup or, any, you know, any sort of SaaS company um, because you're getting so much, you're learning so many technical things, you're learning the products, like, backwards and forwards. And you're going to be able to translate those skills into any role. So um, even if there's some, some you know, potentially, potentially based on what role you're in, if there's some sort of ceiling or threshold, like you can always, you know, um, move up pretty quickly because of this foundational level of information you're getting. So there's been um, a lot of effort in trying to kind of continue to um, develop people and figure out where they want to fit in. A lot of times I think support is a great entry level role. But it also is a great way to grow. So if you want to continue to stay in support, you know, or success, like how can you specialize? So maybe you become 
um, really great at support operations and you become really technical and you can help build out more processes or you know, imp implement new software. That's a whole continued like function where you can grow, you know, both from compensation wise and just like, it's more fun, more challenging. Um, we've had people who kind of like become really interested in technical writing and so that they may can't maybe become like your help center authors or help kind of phrase the best practice responses. For customer success, you know, you can kind of go more in the operations standpoint where you're building out programs or sort of automated processes, or you can become a much more strategic like um, enterprise level CSM. And so like with each of those pathways, you could continue to grow in compensation and kind of like um, develop skills, develop, you know, um, develop more experience. And then like last but not least, like you can just become a manager, right? So if your team grows um, and you see someone who is like doing really well in their role, like the best thing I think is sort of give them the opportunity to teach their secret sauce to other people. And so I've tried to kind of promote from within. And um, if you're in a support role and you know, you've been there a long enough time, like maybe it's a great time for you to you know hire more people, manage those people. Management isn't for everyone. I don't think it's like the one you know direct path, but it is a great way to kind of learn about um, about what you like and what you don't like about the working world. And I think um, there's lots of different ways to grow, I guess I would say. So I think it's important as long as you're in CX to just always feel like you're being challenged and um, you can you know, learn, learn something new every day. Otherwise, you're going to get burnout really easily. I agree. I agree. Thank you for that insight, Hillary. Well, as we wrap up here on Caffeinated, I know some listeners want to get in touch and learn more about Guru. Where can they find you and where can they learn more about Guru? Yes, you can learn more about Guru at our website, getguru.com. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn. My name is Hillary Curran. Um, I think it's LinkedIn forward slash hello, Hillary. <laughs> I was able to awesome. that one. There we go. But yeah, if you have any questions, please reach out. I'd love to chat. Hillary, thank you again for coming on Caffeinated. And thank you, everyone, for listening in to this episode of Caffeinated, brought to you by Caffeinated CX.